Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Uh, the clock is ticking for QP and the province to reach an agreement on a new deal. Yeah, parents in the London region are preparing for a weekend of uncertainty as a possible strike by education workers looms. The Canadian Union of Public Employees has said 55,000 of its workers will walk off en masse on Monday if a deal with the province isn't reached by 5 p.m. on Sunday, a deadline the government also agreed to. Many school boards across the province have said learning will move online next week in the event of a walkout by QP, which filed a strike notice earlier this week after talks with the province broke down. It would be the second time that QP workers, which include educational assistants, early childhood educators and custodians, go on strike this month. QP has said the two sides recently agreed on a 3.59% wage increase, but the union is still fighting for higher staffing levels. Education Minister Stephen Lecce has said the government has put forward multiple improved offers and has not asked for any concessions. In London, all four local boards say if QP members hit the picket lines on Monday, their schools will be closed and students will pay it to remote learning. QP and the province have set a bargaining deadline of five o'clock on Sunday night. Well, uh, London has received a decent amount of snow over the past six days, but that's nothing compared to what Gray Bruce and others are about to get. Yeah, Environment Canada says parts of southern Ontario could see between 30 and 60 centimeters of snowfall by Sunday night. Snow squall watches are in effect for Gray Bruce. Uh, Burks Falls, Simcoe, Muskoka, Perry Sound, Niagara and Kingston. Here on Perth and Barrie are under snow squall warnings. Areas like Owen Sound, the Blue Mountains, Muskoka, Bruce Peninsula, Sobble Beach and Tobamori could see up to 60 centimetres of snowfall by Sunday with higher accumulation possible in areas closer to the lake. The forecast is even worse in the Buffalo area. A potentially historic snowstorm is expected to hit the western part of New York State between three and four feet of snow is forecast to blanket the Buffalo area by Sunday night, with some areas getting as much as six feet. It will fall at a blinding rate of three inches per hour. (laughs) Some forecasters, it's insane. Some forecasters are also calling for the possibility of, get this, Thunder snow, where instead of rain, a thunderstorm would produce snow, which sounds like just the worst thing in the world. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Uh, the, uh, the price of gas is going down again. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Gas prices will continue their downward trend with a two-cent drop tonight. Prices held steady overnight, but by this time tomorrow, you'll be charged on average $1.54.9 for a litre of regular. It's the third drop in the price of gas this week. The prices at the pumps will have fallen by 10 cents by this time tomorrow. Over the past 11 days, gas has fallen by 21 cents. The price of diesel is also on the decline. It will fall by 4 cents tonight. While gas prices are trending downward right now, it may not last. Dan McTagg, the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy, warned this week to enjoy the break at the pumps while you can because prices are expected to rise once again. It was announced this week that the province would extend its 5.7 cent cut to the gas tax for another year. The cut was set to expire on December 31st. There's an update to the crash that happened in the city on Wednesday evening. 
Yeah, a 19-year-old London man has been charged in connection with the crash that left a pedestrian in life-threatening condition. Officers say it was just after 6 o'clock on the evening on Wednesday when they responded to the area of Cheapside and Farnsborough Crescent to find a pedestrian hit by a vehicle. The pedestrian remains in life-threatening condition in hospital. Officers announced yesterday a 19-year-old man has been charged with failing to stop at the scene of an accident causing bodily harm. He'll appear in court in January. And beer is out at the World Cup. Yeah, and an abrupt about-face. Qatari officials have decided that the only drinks that will be on sale to fans at stadiums during the month-long World Cup will be non-alcoholic. The decision on beer sales was confirmed this morning by a World Cup official familiar with the change in plans. The move is the latest and most dramatic change to an evolving alcohol plan that has for months increased tensions between FIFA, soccer's global governing body, and Qatar, a conservative Muslim nation where the sale of alcohol is tightly controlled. The decision will complicate FIFA's $75 million sponsorship agreement with Budweiser and upset fans only 48 hours before the tournament's opening game on Sunday. The decision also suggests FIFA, which has faced years of criticism for its decision to bring the tournament to Qatar, must uh, or may no longer be in control of major decisions related to its own event. Cool, 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 cool. See how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1095, Pope Urban II called 600 men to the Council of Clermont, where he asked Europe to recapture the Holy Land. A vast crusading army was deployed. In 1626, the newly rebuilt Basilica of St. Peter was consecrated in Vatican City, Rome. In 1791, the Constitutional Act, creating the jurisdictions of Upper and Lower Canada, was proclaimed. It came into effect on December the 26th. In 1883, the first operation of Standard Time in North North America began at midnight in eastern Nova Scotia. Scottish-born Sir Sanford Fleming played a major role in introducing the concept to the world. In 1929, an earthquake in Cape Breton sent a 15-meter tidal wave into Newfoundland's Burren Peninsula. The wall of water killed 27 people and did $2 million in damage. In 1936, the Toronto Globe bought the Mail and Empire and formed the Globe and Mail. Now you know. In 1961, the Saskatchewan legislature passed a law giving the province Canada's first prepaid medical care plan. In 1972, a massive rock slide destroyed 30 meters of scenic walkway along the Whirlpool Rapids, three kilometers downstream from Niagara Falls. In 1975, the Ontario government introduced legislation to lower highway speed limits and make wearing seatbelts mandatory. In 1980, Con Smythe, founder of the Toronto Maple Leafs, died at the age of 85 in Caledon. He was largely responsible for the construction of Maple Leaf Gardens. In 1992, Superman died after 54 years of as one of North America's greatest superheroes. He was killed by Doomsday, a supervillain. He fought in DC Comics, but you can't keep a good Man of Steel down. Superman was resurrected within a year. In 2010, the Canadian forces took what was believed to be the unprecedented step in burning the uniform of convicted killer Russell Williams. In 2014, several 
feet of lake effect snow paralyzed Buffalo, New York on a wintry day when temperatures fell to near freezing or below in all 50 U.S. states and most of Canada. And on this day in 2020, the Boeing 737 MAX, which was grounded worldwide after two crashes that killed 346 people, including 18 Canadians, was cleared to fly again. Boeing said it had overhauled anti-stall software that pushed the nose down repeatedly on both planes that crashed, overcoming the pilot's struggles to regain control. Celebrating a birthday today, we have Dennis Haskins from Saved by the Bell, turns 72, Mr. Belding. Uh, Kevin Nealon is 69. Gary Sheffield turns 54. Owen Wilson, also 54. Former MLBer uh, David Ortiz turns 47. And Damon Wayans Jr. is 40. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh, my God, the ship is sinking. I can't get out. on your location. Stay with me. Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.